The following contest is the first third round match in the Kings of Consoles tournament to determine the greatest game in the history of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Two games enter, only one can advance. Introducing first, the 46th seed, a 1991 platformer from IREM, Metal Storm! And its opponent, the 14th seed, a 1985 racing game from Nintendo, Excitebike! Your ringside judges are Pat Dooley and Ricky Giraldo. There's nothing left to say but round three, fight! Welcome to episode 69 of Kings of Consoles, the podcast where we're trying to find the best game for each home video game console by means of giant tournaments. Uh, this is the first of our third round matchups as the number 14 seed in our tournament, Excite Bike, takes on number 46, Metal Storm. I'm Pat Dooley. And I'm Ricky Geraldo. And yeah, last week was the end of round two, which means we are down to 32 games left out of the hundred that we started with and uh yeah it's they're not all contenders uh going forward uh but we are we have we have reached the point where we have separated the wheat from the chaff this is the good stuff coming up and yep. uh i i can't think of a better way to start it off uh than with these two games uh we always start off these episodes by talking about the underdog which in this case is Metal Storm, which is ranked number 46 on IGN's list of the 100 best NES games, which is how it got its 46th seed in our tournament. It is a 1991 action platformer developed by Tam Tech and published by IREM. It was directed by Kengo Miyata, produced by Hiroshi Futami, programmed by Hikaru Yamashita, with a soundtrack composed by Toru Watanabe. It beat Double Dragon 2 The Revenge in episode 23, then Castlevania in episode 44. In the year 2501, a malfunctioning super laser on Pluto has malfunctioned and is destroying the solar system. An M308 gunner, a mech with the ability to control gravity, is sent into the facility to attempt to shut the weapon down before it can destroy Earth. The game uses some very advanced animation techniques for the era, including parallax scrolling, which involves moving elements in the background slower than the player character in the foreground to create the illusion of 3D space. The lowest price copy I could find on eBay that looked legitimate and wasn't being shipped from Russia was going for about 50 bucks on eBay. There's also a factory sealed copy that's going for $1,995. Last year, a UK company called Retrobit released a collector's edition of the game that comes with a certificate of authenticity. Only 3,000 were made. Uh, so it comes with that certificate of authenticity, an M308 gunner pin, artwork, a two-sided poster, and yes, an M308 Gunner figurine. It's for sale on Amazon for $76.44. Pat's birthday is coming up on August 23rd, and Ricky's is September 24th. Not saying those things are related, but they're also not not related. Also not <laughs> not related, we have a coffee account, ko-fi.com. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we will, and we would like two copies, so please, yes. coffee. K-O-F-I. <laughs> it's $152.88. Uh, we'll bank for two very happy co-hosts. 
really, oh, really want that. Uh, this is what the is last game remaining for Irem, uh, which I believe started the tournament with three games. I don't have that in front of me, but yeah, this is the last Irem game standing. Uh, so it is one of 32. So the big question, now we have reached the point where going forward, we have played every game the same amount of time. Does Metal Storm, which we have raved about for two episodes, well, the two episodes where we actually talked about it and then we've name dropped it in almost every episode since, does it still yep. hold up after three hours? <laughs> and I would like to say yes. Yes, it does. Oh, yeah. This, oh, guys, like, at this point, we've become a Metal Storm podcast. Like, we Basically, just... Basically, <laughs> yeah. Pretty I mean, much. It's... It's just the reason why we did this tournament, I feel. We found the hidden gem. We <laughs> found the thing that a lot of people probably have not played. Yeah. But if they did, it could be up in their yeah. best games of all time. I don't know what it is, man. I don't know what makes this game so good. Feel like a big chunk of it, and we talked about this a little bit last week when yeah. we talked about Blaster Master, which was another game that has a really like big idea, like you know how you can you know toggle between driving the tank, being on foot, the overhead view. There's all kinds of different ways of playing the game, but it doesn't quite land its big ideas. This does. This like you can tell yeah. that when they came up with this idea of. Let's make a you know Conquer style run and gun platformer, but rather than just jumping, you can like walk on the ceiling. I'm like, okay, well, how can we do that most efficiently with the hardware we have uh, in right. you know 1991? And they nailed it. Like they got every little. It's almost perfect. Uh, it gets That's really I, hard yeah. in the later levels. Uh, which yeah, it does make it, the subsequent playthroughs harder because you, you know, like for me, I started on level five for this hour because that was as far as I made it last time. And level five is a hard place to pick up. That's a very hard uh, level. But yeah. it's not because, like, I will say spoilers for next week, but I find some of the platforming in a game like Bionic Commando, which is another big swing, can, can get kind of frustrating because sometimes the like bionic arm doesn't quite go where you want it to. I never felt like that in Metal Storm. I never felt like, like, oh no, I didn't want you to go to the ceiling. Like it, the M308 does what I want it to do. And sometimes I just tell it to do the wrong thing and die. That's that's the thing. I think it's because it it's actually very responsive for the things the game does. Like you mm -hmm. would think there'd be lag between you going. Mm -hmm we're changing gravity mm -hmm. and it's it's great it's not it feels like you're playing i mean i think even Mega Man at this point has more lag yeah yeah i would like, say there's definitely uh, significantly more lag in like Mega Man uh five and six than there was in that. yeah i just i don't know it, it's not like i mean the graphics for this game for the time is really good yeah like the mech looks it looks like a gundam like straight up <laughs> it, it looks like a gundam and uh I mean, maybe the levels aren't that, like, I mean, no, they're pretty colorful, too. I, I don't yeah. know. This game just, it totally shocked us. Mm -hmm. And it, it, 
I'm going to say here, it's going to be hard to beat. This game is going to be hard to beat because every time, every time we play it, the three times we played it, I wanted to keep going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. When that buzzer goes off, when the hour is up, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I'm like, uh, I really try not to play it after, but it's like, yeah, it's, it's hard not to. Yeah. And even, even, even Ryan O. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan O played it. That's right. And he, he agrees. He's like, this game is awesome. It's fantastic. It is, it is everything you want it to be. And in, without even knowing that that's what you want. Because you come into it like, what is this? I've never heard of this. Now, I had kind of an advantage because I had played it a little bit as a kid. Like when it, I was nine, when it came out, I played it. And I remembered it being great. But then, you know, 30 years pass. And, like, yeah. you know, I'm sure it's not as good as I remember. And I was right, because it's better. It's just so good. <laughs> Um, it's cool and there's a, I, I, this time around I'm like man there's a lot of boss fights yes right I was like yeah. dang everything's a boss every level is like a boss fight mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah even the but ones it, that it, aren't like full on boss fights like the you know dash ones and dash twos there's almost always like one major enemy at the end of the level before you can get yeah. through to the next you know to get to the actual boss fight um, which can be frustrating because you know you have limited health uh and you know you lose it before you go into the, the boss fight, and well, I'm I'm gonna get killed. <laughs> like it's just it's, uh, I, I I can't take enough abuse here, and of course you do die. But yeah, yeah. So pity the poor soul that goes up against it, which in this case is objectively another great game. The number fourteen sitting right. in our tournament excite bike. Uh, which is a racing game developed by Nintendo R&D and published by Nintendo as a launch title for the NES on October 18, 1985. It was direct and produced by Shigeru Miyamoto, programmed by Toshihiko Nakago, with a score by Akito Nakatsuka. I, I knew I was going to butcher that. Nakatsuka. Uh, it had a buy in the first round due to its high seed, uh, and then it knocked off Dr. Mario back in episode 54. Uh, 17 games were included in the launch of the NES. Uh, this is one of only two that remain. Uh, the other one is a possible opponent for whichever one of these games wins, Super Mario Brothers. Uh, oh, Super my Mario gosh. Still has to face Star Tropics um, to get to the round of 16. But if it is, if it's Super Mario Brothers against Excite Bike, that's the last two launch titles in the tournament against each other. Uh, we also played Duck Hunt, Ice Climber, and Kung Fu uh, earlier in the tournament, but those have all since been eliminated. Kung Fu, incidentally, knocked out by Super Mario Brothers three. So, so that was kind of yeah. The main that was a good week. The... <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> uh, the main character of the game, Hobby, is one of the characters in a manga titled Hobby's Famicom Seminar which ran from 1988 to 1990. I unfortunately wasn't able to find a ton of information about Hobby's Famicom Seminar. I just thought it was fun that the dude from Excite Bike had a manga. Uh, there is an Excite Bike themed track available uh, as DLC for Mario Kart 8. Uh, it is one of 12 games from Nintendo that still remains in the tournament. And this one's for you, Medic Sloan. I've tried to find uh, sales info for Metal Storm and couldn't. But for Excite Bike, 
it sold 4.16 million copies, which makes it the ninth highest grossing game in NES history, behind only Super Mario Brothers, Duck Hunt, Mario 3, the Nintendo version of Tetris, not the Tengen one we played in round one, the international version of Super Mario Brothers 2, not the one the US got, The Legend of Zelda, Dr. Mario, and Zelda 2. As an aside, the top 10 sellers, including the number 10 game Golf, were all developed and published by Nintendo. The highest grossing third party game for the platform was Konami's first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. I just thought that was interesting. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So, Excite Fight. Uh, last time we played this, uh, back in episode 54, so about three, four months ago, um, we both kind of lamented that we didn't spend a lot of time with the edit mode. Uh, did you did you do any editing this time? No, I mean I I pulled around with some of it, but I did I did test it. Yeah, I spent about the first nine to ten minutes of my time doing it, and yeah. it's cool. Like especially like for the era for nineteen eighty five to be able to build your own track was amazing. So I you know tried to look at it through that lens of you know you have nineteen different parts that you can you know build your custom tracks with and then ride them which is fun. Um, so, you know, I did the, the dumb kid stuff. I did a track that was, because the, the track pieces correspond to letters A through S. So I did, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, J, all the way up through S. Uh, I did one where I spelled Kings of Consoles. Um, I did one where I spelled poop, 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 all the way to the end. Um, and then, uh, Remember when you would get a calculator? You're pro you might be too young to remember this actually, uh, where you would take a, a calculator and you would type like five eight zero zero eight and flip it over and yeah, it I know. boobs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. in the vein of that, just because I was in my my childhood brain while I was playing this, uh, I also did a course that spelled out boobs are cool, man. Um, <laughs> so that was fun. Um, just getting to kind of horse around with it and, you know, ride, but there's not a ton of depths to it. So, you know, I, I, like I said, I, I gave it a good 10 minutes at the start of the hour just to, you know, just to, to give it time because I didn't last time. Um, I, 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 I don't know about you, uh, Ricky, but for me, I much preferred it in a one hour installment than I did two. Yeah, uh, this I, is a fun I, just kind of pick up and play for short bursts. It's great for that, but two hours just kind of felt like a slog in round two. Um, what I would say is that's just the problem with the these racing games and like we played Micro Machines or mm -hmm. all the other ones. It's like Cobra Triangle. Yeah, those games are I feel are made for either two player. Mm -hmm. Or for a short one play, like maybe two races and that's it. You can't. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you really love it and play more, but I don't know. There's nothing else to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's so that's, I was like. that's pretty okay. much it. Yeah, there's only so many times you can, you know, try to break your own record on a track or, you know. And that's really all there is to this one because there's no, like, not like Mario Kart where there's like cups that you're playing for or, or like, you know, like a season mode, like in a more contemporary, like a NASCAR game or something. You're just right. You're just riding your motorcycle or your it's not really. I guess it's a motorcycle, like your motor yeah, X a, bike on uh, 
on tracks with fun, you know, ramps and stuff and, you know, mud pits. But yeah, there's not, it's, it's not like, you know, oh, I came in third in that race. Uh, I need to come in first in the next one to get my points back up. Like, no, it's like, you come in fourth, you're doing the race over again. Um, even though there's not really like, when you're doing time trials, there's nobody else out there with you. When you're doing mode B, there are a bunch of other bikes out there, but they're not really racing you because you can come in first, even with bikes in front of you, because it's based on your time. It's, it's fun. It is very, very fun, um, but it doesn't have a ton of, of replay value. And I think that's what's going to wind up costing it here. We'll get into that in a little bit uh, as far as, you know, which game actually moves on. Although I do feel like we may have telegraphed it a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's it's super fun. I just, I, I feel like this is a 30-minute, a 45-minute, maybe an hour worth of time investment. And then I'm ready for what it is next. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's a downfall of this. Mm -hmm. Honestly, going into it, I knew this game probably not going to move on to the next round. But uh, it is a great game. You know, the, this yeah. game, we said it when the first time we played it. Uh, it's definitely, I think, the one that uh, all the other racing games are trying to be. Yeah. Yeah, really. I mean, the the fact that this was a launch title and still yeah. is this playable thirty almost thirty six years later is a you know a testament to, to how great it really is, uh, even if it doesn't quite hold up by you know the modern standards. Like if I'm going to do a you know stunt writing type thing, I'd I'd much rather do you know try the jumps in GTA Five or dust off you know Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two um and you know do do tricks off of buildings rather than you know the ramp that goes up and then cantilevers out over the mud yep so yeah i think um i think we've oh i did have one other note on excited like just a frustration i had with it where i don't know if you ever experienced this but there are some obstacles where if you like wipe out at the base of them, you continue tumbling like up and over the obstacle and all the way back down and you wind up losing like 10 seconds of time rather than the whatever three seconds that it usually takes you to get back on your bike after you wipe out. Right. That's very frustrating. Like you land a jump like on another bike and so you like tumble up and over. If it's a big obstacle, you're going to be tumbling a long time. <laughs> Very frustrating. I, 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 yeah, it it does get hard. Uh, oh yeah. Except by after a couple of rounds, you're like, dang. All right. Yeah. Once you get to about the, I don't know, fourth-ish race on either a game A or B, it starts to get real hard. Yeah. Uh, but before we start talking about how far we made it, uh, we should uh, hear our old pal Ryan's theme song. So Metal Storm, uh, I mentioned that uh, I picked up at level five because uh, unfortunately the passwords for Metal Storm don't take you to specific stages. Like I was on yeah. five two last time, but there is no five two password. There's a five password, so I put that in to go back to where I was. 
uh, and got stuck on the level five boss and never made it any farther. Uh, so I forgot what password I was, so I just restarted the game. Oh no! Okay. Yeah, I was like, uh, but that's fine with me. So I made it to uh, two two. No, I beat the game once, and I made it to like the next restart. Because once you beat the game, it restarts a different level. Yes. So I made it to the second level in that difficulty. So you you played all the way through and then into two two on your second playthrough, right? <laughs> all right. I kind of yeah, I kind of went in. I uh, yeah. <laughs> I just speed ran. I was just like, I'm gonna shoot whatever and keep moving, keep moving. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, with those two points, you build yourself up a nice little three point lead. After two episodes ago, I. I tied things, or I, I took the lead two weeks ago, and now I'm right back to falling behind by three. Such is life. Uh, Excite Bike <laughs> is a hard one to judge. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I'll be honest, you could have the points for this one because I did like three races, and I was like, well, this isn't going to change. So, <laughs> so I, I made it I, to I, the sixth. Uh, track on A and the fifth on B, and then time ran out when I was on B. I just I made it to the fourth and A, and I think I just I think I made it to the fourth and B too. Yeah, yeah. Those are the ones where it starts to get really tricky. Yeah, yeah. Once I lost, I was like, yeah, let me go to the next one. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> let me... Let's let's play some Metal Storm. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> All right, pretty much. Well, we know that the winner of this matchup is going to face either Super Mario Brothers or Star Tropics in the round <clears throat> in the round of 16. Uh, we do post on a couple of Facebook pages as well as our own Twitter asking you, the listener, which game you think should advance. 56% of you said Excite Bike. Oh, um, but they just don't know. They don't know. <laughs> they don't know. You got to tell them about tell them tell them about it wow that didn't come out right i'm very tired uh yeah it's i mean it's got to be metal storm yeah it's metal storm it yeah. trust me listeners if you only knew once you get your hands on this game you will be like where is the remake where <laughs> is where is the remake irem who who owns this franchise right now who do we need to talk to? Who owns the rights to Metal Storm? In fact, who owns the rights to Metal Storm? The idea of just having a remake of this game and making it in modern times, it's just gold, I feel. I really, truly feel that if someone could do this, just update the graphics, same style, it would be a hit. Yeah. It would be a hit. At least the indie hit. It'll be one of those. It'll be like Hades, or I don't know, those other indie games that everyone knows and loves. But they're not like truly massive games, but it's just that good. It's just it that good. It's just so good. Uh, maybe... No, Irem still exists. Yeah. 
IREM, they've changed their, in 1997, they switched from the IREM Corporation to IREM Software Engineering. Uh, they've got a website, irem.co.jp. Owns the rights to video games that were produced. So yes, IRM Software Engineering owns the rights to the video games that were produced by IRM Corporation and continued releasing new installments of the R-Type franchise. And the crazy thing, guys, is that this isn't even their top game. Yeah. Like, they don't even... They barely talk about Metal Storm. Their, yeah. their head game is Kung Fu. Like, that's yeah. the one that they still, like... Yeah, and to a lesser degree, our type. Um, but yeah, our type. Yeah, and hey, they went the Konami route in the 2010s. The development they largely abandoned the development of console video games in favor of software based on pachinko machines. So they're a wholly owned subsidiary of ISO Corporation, which was formerly yeah. now. So I guess they make those machines yeah so irem.co.jp is their website i'm looking to see now if they have social media they do well that's irem underscore recruit i like to inform all those who are interested yeah so yeah i uh, the company doesn't appear to have just a straight up Twitter handle. They do have a phone number listed on their website. Oh, well, there you go. We're going to and give them a, call. a contact us form on the website and a Facebook page, which is also a, recruit, a recruitment site. So it looks like they mostly use their social media for recruiting. So, IREM, I-R-E-M dot co dot J-P. If you, like us, want more Metal Storm and <laughs> think that it might remotely do any good to reach out to the people that own the rights, IREM dot co dot J-P. Probably nothing will come of it, but at least we'll have say, we'll be able to say we tried. I'm going to start that hashtag, bring back Metal Storm. <laughs> Let's do it, guys. At IREM underscore recruit. We want more M306. <laughs> but in the meantime, friendly reminder, Retrobit made a collector's edition. It's on Amazon, $76.44. KO-FI.com slash Kings of Consoles. My birthday <laughs> is August 23rd. Ricky's is September 24th. Also, happy birthday, Malia. We, this uh, episode is coming out on her birthday. So yeah. she will never listen to this, so she won't know I said it, but I will know I've said it. <laughs> and now all of you will know I've said it. So I guess we should get into Rhino's question of the week, unless we have any other birthday announcements <laughs> we need to make. Uh what arcade game do you think needs its own port? Um, I mean, a lot of like the true classic arcade games have been ported at least once, right? I mean, there's you know, yeah. the Ninja Turtles arcade game, you know, Double Dragon and Punch Out, and you know, even like going back to the old schools, the Donkey Kongs and stuff. Yeah, the, pretty much all of them. Though. Yeah. 
and a lot of them got like second lives on the like the xbox live arcade did a bunch of them but i don't know that that necessarily counts as a port i mean it is but like not quite in the way that like ninja turtles 2 the arcade game is where like they adapt the game to the console it's just a just a rom it's just the same game but nothing's changed to it right right exactly so for me i've got two um the first one is the simpsons game um i would love to see a console version of that um just that i thought like the arcade one or Uh yeah the side scrolling where um like homer throws bowling balls and marge hits people with a vacuum which is a little sexist and they'd probably want to update that um <laughs> those guys that's the kind of thing those, you can do in a port those are the same guys that made the x-men one right the x-men was my other one see uh, they did i don't know if you know this but they did remaster the x-men one did they yes for xbox 360 era it okay was that part of the, interesting yeah and yeah, they had, I loved like, that game. They updated the graphics. I mean, they didn't really update the graphics. It was still the same old thing. But they had, like, new menus, new... Did they add characters, or was it still the same? Nope, it was the same old. And they even kept uh, Magneto's line. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to die. Welcome to die, yeah. <laughs> Nothing can move the blob. <laughs> I love that game. And well, those would have been my two answers, except apparently one of them already was. So Simpsons, yeah. that's my answer, Ryan. Uh, so the game I would want. Do you remember when you went to Arcade and seeing the Lost World game? You oh, go yeah. in the vehicle and uh-huh. you close the blinds. Yep. That, I want that game on a console. Yeah. We never got that game. And I, and I no, get it. It's did. like. Like, even for the Wii, you would think for the Wii we would get it because you could, you know, you have the hand motion controller, mm-hmm. but I love that game. I remember yeah. my dad and I, we uh, we stood at our, our it's funny because we talked about our arcades last episode, mm-hmm. but Boomers was one of our arcades. It's kind of like a Dave and Buster's before Dave and Buster's. Yeah. And uh, that's the place that yeah, has the we, laser tag and, and stuff like that. that you were yeah. About. We, yeah. Yep, we literally, like, for six hours just playing this one game, trying to beat it, and we did. <laughs> that's awesome. That's yeah, a, that's a really great answer. I felt bad for everybody else because we were just keep on. We were going. <laughs> we were like, we're not getting out of here until we beat it, and we did. Very nice. But, yeah, I want that game. I think. That would be great. Right? That would be really fun. Yeah, because, I mean, they've done, game, like, yeah. You know, there's not a ton of that kind of rail shooter that have been ported. Mostly you get, like, the Gradius types. Um, but, I mean, they've, they've ported, like, House of the Dead and games they like did. that. Yeah. So there's, there's no reason. I've noticed they don't. World. They, there's also, like, the Terminator one they never ported. The mm-hmm. uh, yep. Aliens. Aliens has, a, like, a, they have a lot of new ones. And I'm guessing these games are really just made for arcade and guns. Like, you do need the gun. Right. The rail gun. But... I'm pretty, but you're right. Like Time Crisis has been mm-hmm. ported. Even Silence, yeah. uh, Silent Scope has been. Yeah. So it's it's kind of shocking. You would think out of a franchise big as like Aliens or Jurassic Park that they would do that, but yeah, we never did. 
Never did. Missed opportunities. Really? That game was awesome. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. And because you were fighting a whole bunch of dinosaurs that weren't in the movie, so even yeah. more. It's like, oh my god, the mess was over for it was in Jurassic World. What the heck <laughs> is this thing? <laughs> oh, speaking of dinosaurs and the Jurassic Park franchise, have you seen the trailer for the next Jurassic World? No, I haven't. It played before we went and saw uh, Fast and Furious. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't see. I, we went to the regular showing. We didn't go to the IMAX. So ah, uh, yeah, no, we did. We did. We 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 shot a wedding on Saturday, and it was our first one in months, and it was our first you know hot one. And so yeah. we decided we were just going to spend you know I have a lazy Sunday, wake up in the late afternoon. Sorry, no, lonely. <laughs> um, we yeah, we have the AMC A list. We can yeah. see up to three movies a week. Doesn't matter what format. Uh, so we decided we were just going to use all three of our movies for the week that day and just spend the day at the theater. That's so awesome. we went and saw. Um, Hopefully, a quiet place too. Uh, no, yeah, there's <laughs> no way Malia would see that. Um, uh, <laughs> Hitman's wife's bodyguard. Okay. Uh, Peter Rabbit 2, and then Fast 9 on the, or F9, the Fast Saga yeah. uh, in IMAX. Uh, but anyway, so there was an IMAX trailer for the new Jurassic World, which the movie looked fine. It, it didn't like you were talking about, like, oh, hey, dinosaurs that aren't in the movies. Like, right, I was right. like, I geeked out a little because there was like an Ankylosaurus that was shown walking around. Um, but I, the I know the graphics of that. What's that? I know the premise, like it was like a flashback, mm -hmm. right? It was like a flashback to like the where they were alive, alive. Yeah, yeah. It's like it yeah. starts off like you you see a what you think at first is like an elephant leg, and then a mosquito comes and lands on it and bites it, and then like the camera pulls out, and you realize like, oh no, that's a brachiosaurus, and <laughs> there are dinosaurs everywhere, and it's like shot like kind of like a nature documentary, but without any voiceover. Yeah. Like you see a couple of like styracosaurs, you see a, I think it's an allosaurus, like picking a fight with a T-Rex and, you know, just all kinds of various it's dinosaurs. Like a, apparently it says it's like, 65 million years later and then flashes to the new, you know, the modern. Yeah, so apparently it's that's really like interesting, a, but it looked gorgeous in my mix. It was so good. Like wow. you could see individual hairs on the back of the T-Rex. Very, it's crazy. Very impressive. Yeah. Uh, Long rambling tangent. F9, let me tell you, that movie, a lot of fun. <laughs> I love that franchise. Well, I, I do starting too. with five, I love that franchise. No, I love it. it so my girlfriend and I, we, uh, we started watching The Fast and the Furious. Mm -hmm. So it really does help watching them all before oh, yeah. this one. It, mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to lie to you guys. Like, I was tearing up at one point in this. I was like, why am I tearing up? <laughs> like, what? And I, the ending of the movie was so good. I love the ending. We'll talk yeah. about it later, Pat. But the yeah, ending was just so cool, man. I thought they did it good. I didn't, it's I crazy. It's probably not a really good movie, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's not. I mean, I... I have tried because I, you know, was a, a film nerd as yeah. you know, as an obnoxious 20-something, but as a as a you know grown ass man, 
I have tried to try when I watch a movie, I try to view it the way that the filmmakers want me to view it. And I feel like right. the people that make Fast and Furious movies just want me to have a good time. They they want to show me explosions. They want to show me fast cars. They want to show me pretty ladies. They want to show me ridiculous stunts. And, and pretty dudes. You can't forget there's pretty, pretty dudes. dudes. <laughs> I mean, Tyrese is a good-looking fella. Um, it was a yeah. just a really... It was, it was a blast. It was so fun. I had like it legit really laugh out loud moments several times in it. Uh, just genuinely great jokes. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, very satisfying, emotional ending. And yeah, yeah, good stuff. It was good. It was fun. It was like, really it was it. like, honestly, it was like this. I, this would have been my first movie back in the movie theaters, but we, mm-hmm. we gave in and we saw Quiet Place uh-huh. too, which another like you have to see that movie in the movie theater you just have to i'm probably gonna just sneak away after work one day and oh man it is just so so it's just like you're in a movie theater and it's so quiet Mm -hmm. and it just it's just perfect because when it gets loud and stuff happens you're like oh (laughs) (laughs) you're like oh yeah so, I mean, I had that experience I mean, watching it at home, the first one, but I can only imagine what that must be like oh, on the big screen. So I love the I'm first happy. one. Dude, I'm happy we could go to the movies again. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm so excited because, you know, I mentioned today, we're recording this about a week in advance because, you know, we've both got, you know, Fourth of July plans and stuff. Just it made yeah. more sense to record this a week out. Um, but I mean, I fully expect that part of Malia's birthday celebration this weekend is going to be going to see Black Widow. Yep, yep. Because like it's a new MCU movie, and we can see it in the theater. Not that I haven't loved WandaVision and uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier and Loki so far, um, but man, I miss you know that big screen and the pages flipping and the bum 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 bum. Um, I I agree. It's it just it kind of sucks because I feel like this movie is going to feel outdated. But yeah, it's because yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy because no other. I mean, I, I've been re- we've been rewatching the Marvel movies too, and they don't feel outdated. But I don't know. We know where Black Widow ends up. We know, mm-hmm. you know, what's it's not going to really involve what's going on with yeah. WandaVision or Loki. So it's like, right, this is just. Honestly, it's it's a big filler. Like it's a big like. I I suspect that the big thing we'll get out of this is that um, Florence Pugh is going to wind up in the whatever Widow. the next yeah. version of the Avengers is as the new Black Widow. The um, Young Avengers. Yeah, or yeah, whatever whatever that yeah. winds up looking like. Because I I doubt they'll ever do another just straight up Avengers movie. I think we'll get random team ups here and there, like. You know, no, I think we're gonna get madness. I think we're gonna get another Avengers movie, but it's gonna be like your whatever Pew's character is. You're gonna have mm-hmm. uh, Wanda's kids. You're gonna have you're gonna have Kate as the new yeah, guy. Shang Chi. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have Shang Chi probably up in there. Yep. It's just like the new uh, Miss Mar. Uh, not Miss Marvel. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, Miss Marvel. Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
and probably spider-man he's probably going to be the new probably spider-man yeah will be the new tony I, that's... tony yeah yeah it's and hey, they could even Cap, throw in yeah. she hulk if they wanted to involve more of the <sighs> that's the crazy I can't characters i can't believe we're having a she hulk show right. but Me either <laughs> anyway movies games <laughs> it's all good this is this is the kind of quality content you tune in for uh, this is it one-sided squash matches of uh of video games and then a half hour of talking about fast and furious and the marvel cinematic universe <laughs> uh keeping on the trend of talking about arcades uh next week we will see the number 41 seed in our tournament teenage mutant ninja turtles to the arcade game as it takes on number nine bionic commando those two games will battle it out for the second spot in our round of 16, the first one now having been taken by Metal Storm. I'm so excited. We get to play Metal Storm again in yeah, man. a few weeks because gonna... the rounds are getting shorter and shorter because we've got fewer and fewer games to play. Yeah, man. We're almost at the end. We're, We're getting there. there. We are getting there. By this time next our... year, we will be playing an entirely different uh, console. Yeah. And then our Fast and Furious podcast begins. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kings of quarter miles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my, my familia podcast. Yeah. Families of consoles. <laughs> Live or die. He's to record an intro. Probably not. Right? <laughs> Maybe. You never know. Maybe. We probably got to pay him a lot, though. Probably. That's probably significantly more than $76.44. Which, by the <laughs> way, is enough to buy a collector's edition of Retro Bits version of Metal Storm uh, for sale on Amazon. My birthday is August 23rd. Malia's is today, but she doesn't care. And Ricky's is September 24th. I'm really hoping I got that right. It is the 24th, right? Yeah, you're good, man. Okay. Again, like I said in the intro, not saying those things are related, but they're also not not related ko-fi.com slash kings of consoles you can also see the bracket at challenge.com slash kings of consoles uh where at this point you can see the full list of 32 games uh we won't have updated it yet by the time you're listening to this uh, as long as you listen to it in the first week because we're always a week behind on that so as not to spoil whatever the new episode is so when the bionic commando ninja turtles episode comes out then you can see metal storm in the round of 16. that was a good way of explaining uh, Facebook.com slash Kings of Consoles. Kings of Consoles pod at gmail.com. We are at Kings of Consoles on Twitter, uh, where you can find me at LoopyDate. And me at RickyGN7. And yeah, we will be back next week for more round three action. Uh, until then, make sure one of them is Metal Storm and play old games. Play old games, everyone. And watch out for nine. Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, Pettyway. Thanks to Captive Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found with a quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just big fans. Hello and welcome to episode 69. Nice. Of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast. Where... <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> oh, bro, you me up with that. <laughs> oh,
you know, to start that one over. 